Hello and welcome. I'm Bernice Tantuco. And I'm Pauline Maharag. You're listening to another episode of Yung Totoo Raptors podcast on disinformation and fact-checking. Previously, we talked about misleading claims about cures and vaccines for COVID-19. How we debunked these claims and how you can see for yourself if similar claims are true or not. Yes, and today we're talking about a kind of misinformation that we've been seeing a lot lately. It applies to COVID-19, but it's common in a lot of other situations too. We're sure you've seen them. False information spread through messaging apps. We'll go over why they're so common, why they need to be debunked, and how you can keep your own group chats misinformation free. So, ikaw, Vern, um, have you ever encountered unverified information in your own group chat from your previous experience? Yes. <laughs> Sobrang andami, andami actually. Uh, lalo na itong tungkol dito sa COVID-19. Oh. Um, around Feb tsaka March, usually sa mga group chats ko with family, nag-appear yung mga messages. So, sinasend sila ng mga tito at tita ko. Uh-huh. Minsan, yung mga magulang ko nagsisend din. Um, galing from, galing sa mga kaibigan nila, di ba? So, Yes. Um, yeah, ang dami talaga. Ako din eh, kasi yung parents ko, they're both above 15 na. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they usually send um, these types of messages to our group chat. Pero kasi, mm. before, I used to tell her, oh, that's not true, ma. <laughs> we published something about that and so on. Tapos, um, after that, pag nagsisend na siya sa group chat namin, it's to ask na kung totoo ba to or not. Uh, <laughs> Hindi yung oh. if. Diba? May ganun Uh-oh. ng factor. Ako kasi, sinasabihan ko na rin sila. Tapos, um, usually, sasabihan nila, hindi ako sig- sigurado kung totoo ito. So, mm-hmm. um, ayun, magtatanong sila kung totoo nga o hindi. Or sasabihan nila, hindi ah, ako sure. Um, pero I'm just sharing, just in case, totoo nga. True. <laughs> diba? Parang, um, it might help you, ganun. Usually, about Diba, because of COVID, parang mga home remedies. Lo. Yes, yes. Um, things like drink more water, take your vitamins, ganun. Oo. So, friends mo, wala namang nagsisend sa'yo? So, friends ko, hindi. Yeah, they're, they're pretty aware naman. I'm sure their titos and titas also send them these messages <laughs> then. Yeah, I, and I think some people then will send messages to me, but they will also ask, All right. Is this true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the same experience sa isa kong group chat with friends na um, ka-age ko rin. Since they mm. know na I do fact-checking for a living, yeah. <laughs> they, they forward <laughs> the messages to me and ask kung totoo ba to or not. So, yun yung experience ko so far. Pero para dun sa mga walang friends na fact-checkers or hindi masyadong aware about these types of misinformation, what is the harm in spreading unverified information via messaging app? Well, for me, on a personal level, it's very anxiety-inducing. I don't know about you, but when I get a lot of messages like these, um, especially because they have something to do with current events, so not just uh-huh. COVID, diba? Um, Taal, in the beginning of the year, there were a lot of forwarded messages on group chats also. And so I would get nervous because I, mm-hmm. you know, would be reading the news and listening to the news. And then I would get these very panicky messages in my group chat also. So, yeah, it, it kind of affects my mental health. Mm-hmm. I think also there's, it's, of course, very harmful to the public as well when it comes to safety. Mm-hmm. So, dito sa COVID, uh, 
you can see na they're very panic-inducing. So mm-hmm. it could lead to people doing some things that are not necessarily safe for them. For example, uh, if you receive a message saying that a certain drug is a cure to COVID-19 or a certain drug will prevent COVID-19, Mm-mm. and then you do it and or you take it, and then, I mean, self-medicating is never a good thing, right? It's never really yeah. safe. So it could, you know, affect your health also inadvertently. You mentioned yun, Taal. I remember we debunked at least two chain messages during mm. that time. Ang naaalala ko talaga back then, mayroong chain message na humalat about it's urging people to turn off their phones at a, cert- at a certain time in the evening kasi the phones will emit radiation daw. Sabi ng BBC and ni Kuya Kim. So yun yung sources na sinight nila. Ay, nisip ko lang, since we debunked na, di ba, na it's false naman talaga. Anisip ko lang, what if yung mga nakareceive nun, naniniwala dun sa chain message? What if tinurn off talaga nila yung phones nila at a crucial time, tapos the NDRMC or their LGU sent out important advisories at that time? Mm. It, hindi nila natanggap yun. Potential harm for the people who read it. Yeah. I wonder why there's so many chain messages though, or why there's so many messages or false messages that are spread on messaging apps. Do you have any theories as to why? I think messaging apps are prone to false information because they're private. So fact-checking mm. is limited to the people in the chat. Unlike, you know, public posts na available on your timelines on social media. Maraming, mm. Since maraming nakita, may mga makakapag-comment na, oh, this this is not true. Pero kung sa private messaging apps lang, limited yung tao doon. And yun, mas konti yung pwedeng makapag-fact-check if it's true or not. Ikaw ba? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, just to add to what you were saying, parang I feel like if I tell my parents, oh, this thing that you sent me is not true, well, then they'll believe me, right? They'll know that it's not true. But then that message could have, you know, it exists in someone else's group yes, chat. Yes. And they don't know that it's not true. And that's um, because it's also easy to forward, right? From one group to another. Yeah. May, may feature eh, for that in messaging apps like isang click lang you can forward it to another group chat that you're part of yeah also. you just have to swipe to one side yeah. or something and then you can send it na to so many people so yeah I think that's also why nga, na parang it's so common it's just so easy to spread it right mm-hmm. I think also there's a certain level of trust oh. in the people in your group chat right that's so right, if that's right. like a relative sends you something you feel like you know you know this person so what they're saying wouldn't necessarily be false or harmful to you, diba? That's or at true. least that's what you're you're thinking. Tsaka, yun nga, babalik din tayo dun kasi targeted siya. Yung mm. numbers ng group chat na yun, you wouldn't be part of a group chat naman normally if you don't know the people in it, diba? Yeah. Normally, yeah. on typical occasions. Kaya, I guess, true rin yung sinabi mo na there's a certain level of trust. Kagaya nga nung sinabi natin from our experiences, diba? friends, families, and siguro naniniwala din sila. I think false claims that are spread on messaging apps are also very different from posts that are, that are spread on social media. Because, um, yun nga, parang sinabi mo, they're more targeted. Mm-hmm. So, on social media, sometimes you won't see a certain post because, syempre, because of the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, personally, I usually only see the posts that my close friends post or that my close friends are interacting with, right? 
Yes. Um, not just on Facebook, but also on Instagram, on Twitter. Yeah. And so some posts, you know, I might not necessarily see them, but then when it comes to messaging apps, I mean, whenever you see the the red sign, <laughs> like the number of messages that you have, you have to click <laughs> on them, right? Yeah. You really have to look and you have to read it. So they're more likely to be seen. Oh, that's right. Like more eyes on them, diba? Tama. So Pauline, what claims have you seen on messaging apps that we've debunked recently? Recently, for coronavirus related, eh? Yeah. Uh, Understandable. Yeah. Since January, I think marami tayong na-debunk na false claims um, hmm. circulating on messaging app. In January, I remember parang at least five, four to five false claims the chain messages claiming about confirmed cases in certain areas. Yung mm. pinakauna nating na-debunk about coronavirus, um, hindi pa nga coronavirus yun eh, about SARS pa daw. SARS case reported in a clinic at in a mall in Mandaluyong. Kumalat siya, di ba? Very panic-inducing like you mentioned. An- anong sinabi ng, ng message na yun? It said na may confirmed case na daw of a SARS-like virus in a mall in Mandaluyong. And then when we check, of course, we check with the clinic, we check with DOH if it's true. And at that time, wala pa naman talaga. Yeah. And then after that, hindi pa tumigil yung mga false claims in messaging apps in chain messages like that. Meron din kumalat na confirmed case in a building in Makati. Meron din in a hospital in Makati. In an Alabang clinic and... <laughs> in a Laguna hospital. Tapos, all these claims, meron silang sinosource eh. Mm. Although, not, not the same. Yeah, tinitingnan ko tong yung SARS case, yung pinakauna na nimension yeah. mo. Mm-hmm. Nalagay from a friend. Forwarded from a friend. And then, nag-greet siya ng, hello friends, I just have info. My friend si Papa na doctor <laughs> sa Healthway sa Shang. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yung source nila, although meron silang mini-mention na source, it's very catchy. Kasi parang yeah. ilang degree na ba yung relationship nun dun sa nag-send mismo sa'yo. Yeah, so, parang so it's usually not a primary source. Um, yeah, it's usually exactly. like third, second or third source na. Tapos mm. pinapa, pinasa-pasa na. Tapos so, pinasa niya sa'yo. Exactly. <laughs> so in those cases, dapat mag-isip mo na, gano'n ba ito ka-reliable? Kasi kung mm. sinabi lang sa kanya ng friend niya na meron ding friend, na meron ding friend na merong dad na doctor. <laughs> Yun. Um, after that, meron din tayong mga pinak-check um, about the list of malls and hotels to avoid due to coronavirus. Mm. Do you remember this? Oo. Wala lang. Nagbigay lang siya ng list ng mga malls in Metro Manila. <laughs> Seeing it right now, and it's saying the DOH itself dismissed the messages. Yes. Yeah. And there mm. are examples of this as you know as we go through the coronavirus pandemic. Yung most recent that I did about chain message, it was about the total lockdown order Uh-oh. of President Duterte. Daw. Ito super super causing ng unnecessary panic. Because in that chain message, they said that President Duterte is ordering a total lockdown in the whole Philippines this week. I fact-checked this last week lang. So, dapat na-announce siya last week. It said na all establishments will be closed. Ang matitira lang are hospitals and pharmacies. And then, meron pa doon na nag-encourage ng panic buying. They're saying na you should stock up food and other essential items that that are good for two weeks. Kasi nga, 
yung total lockdown, it's going to happen for two weeks now. So yun, ang daming nag-send sa atin dun. Ang dami ko rin nakita screenshots about it. The source na ni-name nila dun, parang police. Although walang specific name, they just saying na it's from a police group. Tapos, ano pa nga eh, the way they, they phrased it, it was parang, Sinabi lang sa akin to, so hindi pa out yung information. Parang mm. we have the privilege to know this first. Parang may ganong effect yung mm. message. Kaya I think mas madali rin siyang kumalat na kasi, oh, since you don't know this yet, ito, dapat alam niyo na to. Ganun yeah. yeah, I can see how that's also um, very confusing for business owners. Yes. Diba? Kasi syempre, they, they'll want to know how this lockdown is gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all kind of unsure about how it's going to pan out in the next couple of weeks. Um, and so, syempre, business owners will want, like, inside info. Yeah, that's true. So that they can plan out what, they, what they're gonna do, diba? And then since unverified siya, parang it causes, you know, aside from panic, parang confusion eh, di ba? Like you said, among the business owners and, you know, normal citizens lang din kasi kailangan na ba talaga nila magpanic buying ngayon? In that case, we debunked it by um, looking for official statements from Malacanang. Uh-huh. Ito um, from Nograles yung nakuha natin. Wala pang official decision si President Duterte. They're still deliberating kung ano yung gagawin nila after the extended lockdown ends on April 30. So yun, ikaw, meron ka bang naalala about? Yeah, ako, hindi natin na-publish itong fact check because when, mm-hmm. I, when I got to it, a lot of the posts were already down. So most mm-hmm. of the time, I noticed that the chain messages that are passed on group chats are actually also posted on social media pages, right? Mm-hmm. On Twitter, on Facebook. Yeah. And then there was this one post that was amplified by a celebrity. I think she was oh, no. um, a victim of this misleading info. And uh-huh. she was saying that certain doctors at a hospital were mm-hmm. saying that COVID-19 positive patients were infected at grocery stores. So she was warning people Oh, you know, you should watch out when you go to grocery stores because you might get you might get infected there. But when I saw it already, she had actually apologized already, and then she uh, deleted her post actually, and then she corrected herself. Naman, she said, "Sorry, it wasn't true. Nobody had actually said it, or the the, the hospital itself denied that um, you could people were getting infected." at grocery stores. I think it's important then for the people who share it to correct themselves eh, so that other people would know na it's not true naman. So that no no um, additional harm would be done. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think most of the time people just delete. Diba? Kasi they Yun feel eh. um, kind of scared na parang, oh, oh no, I, I shared this false info and everyone's mad at me and it's confusing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, you know, everyone makes mistakes. Nobody is immune to to believing these things, diba? Mm-hmm. Like even this person, she's a celebrity, I'm sure she's well-educated. She still fell for it and mm-hmm. she even thought to warn her followers, diba? Like her intentions were coming from mm-hmm. a good place. Exactly. Yeah, but then she corrected herself and she apologized for it. So that was really commendable. Yeah, I agree. So aside from sources, we mentioned that these messages will usually cite a source, mm-hmm. but it's never really a very reliable source. Uh, usually it's a secondary source or it's from a friend of a friend of a friend. Are there other characteristics that you've noticed about these kinds of messages? 
Well, um, usually yun nga, parang madalas sa mga chain messages na ganito na kumakalat during crisis. And then these people who sh- who forward you the messages, they are urging you to pass it on then to others. Mm, yeah, I noticed that also. Um, right? Yeah, so they'll say, oh, pass this on to like five people or sometimes Uh-oh. they don't even mention the number of people. They just yeah. say, it's better to be safe than sorry or something like that. Right. And then, so you should pass it on to everyone that you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also why they spread so quickly because, Correct. Yun nga, I mean, maybe typically you wouldn't share something like that, right? But because it says, oh, well, you never know if something, you know, if this could save your life or this could save someone else's life, mm-hmm. um, you might as well share it with the people that you care for, diba? Right? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why our parents share it with us. Mm-hmm. Or our titas and our titos, diba? Mm-hmm. So we recently released a story about how to keep group chats misinformation-free. And I mm-hmm. think we wanted to discuss these tips with our listeners because, Shemper, we want to help them keep their group chats from, you know, these anxiety-inducing Correct. messages and from false information that could be potentially harmful. So I'm going to go through each tip that we have. Okay. First off, you should arm yourself with facts. So if you want to prove that a claim is true or false, well, you need to know the facts first, right? So, so I mean, you, you don't have to listen to the news 24-7. I think it's just important to brush up on what you know about coronavirus, the recent mm-hmm. discoveries that people have. Things like, has there been a cure, diba? Right? Mm-hmm. Or has there been a vaccine? Or what are the vaccines that are in testing right now? Mm-hmm. They're just things that you should know, diba. Right? In case someone so, sends you a message and says, oh, this is a cure. Gargling mm-hmm. salt water will cure you of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can say, actually, maybe it's, you know, maybe it'll help you not get sick. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's a cure necessarily, yep. diba? Right? Exactly. So, saan sila pwedeng pumunta to look for these facts? Ah, I think you should always have reliable sources at hand, mm-hmm. like sources that you know that you will go to all the time. Reliable news organizations, places that you can go to. So uh, websites like Rappler, it doesn't have to be Rappler, it can be any <laughs> news website that you trust. You should also look at government agencies like the Department okay. of Health. Uh, you can even look at the U.S. government agencies. Mm-hmm. They have the U.S. Center's for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC. Mm-hmm. Or you can also look at the FDA, both in the Philippines and if there are other countries that you're interested in. Maybe you have relatives who are working in a different country. You can also take a look at the government, what their government agencies are saying about coronavirus. And then you can always, you know, countercheck if what they're saying matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, also, you can take a look at the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. They have a page of frequently asked questions about coronavirus. They also have a page that is debunking myths mm-hmm. about COVID-19. So if you're unsure about something or even maybe someone sends you a message and then you realize, oh, the WHO actually debunked this claim already, mm-hmm. you can send them the link and say, Oh, actually, you know, I don't think this is necessarily true. Yeah, I mean, of course, speak to them kindly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can open up a discussion and don't be defensive or attacking them 
for yeah, sharing it right. with you, diba? Like, I, I'm sure it's not coming from a bad place naman. I think yeah, yeah. most of the time, it's well-intentioned. I guess um important then mm. for them to classify which are the primary sources and the secondary sources. So, um, can you discuss more about that? Well, like we mentioned, secondary sources are usually like a friend of a friend mm-hmm. or, you know, my friend's dad has a friend who is a doctor mm-hmm. or things like that. But you can never really be sure about those things because, you know, if it wasn't online, mm-hmm. it would be considered gossip, right? If Correct. it's just <laughs> you and your friends talking, right? Oh, oh. Kasama, kasama yung mga kabarkada mo, you can trust primary sources so mm-hmm. primary it, sources yeah. agencies reliable news organizations are there other examples ba? yeah okay so those are examples of primary sources because Expert scientists, doctors, and journalists—you know—they will—they will have personal knowledge about the info about COVID-19, for example. Other primary sources are texts of laws, so you can actually find all of our laws online, mm-hmm. and then other original documents, mm-hmm. speeches, interviews. So if you you can listen to an interview, a video, or, or an audio recording of an interview, and that's a primary source. Original research, data sets, survey data, photos, videos, or audio that capture a certain event. As long as that photo, video, or audio came from the person who actually took the photo or video, right? It becomes not a primary source when someone reposts that photo and they weren't actually at that place. Yeah. Or another good tip that we have is that you should learn to recognize potentially harmful messages. So, mm-hmm. mm, like we mentioned, certain there are certain elements to a forwarded message that makes it seem suspicious. Mm-hmm. Diba? It's going to very aggressively ask you to share the message. Yes. Or it's going to have a source that is not the primary source. You should also watch out for you know messages that use fake logos or they sound right. too good to be true. Like, oh, this is going to you know solve all of our problems. Or if you do this, you know your all your problems are going to be solved. Mm-hmm. Or like I mentioned, also messages that sort of induce panic. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you learn to recognize these things, once you spot them, you can immediately you know sort of. You know, they're like red flags. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell na, oh, I don't think this is true, right? You, you become a little skeptical. There was also another message that was being passed along that said the government had raided the private hospitals for their PPE donations. Oh, yeah, right. and this happened a few days or the day after they announced that the Office of Civil Defense will be in charge of receiving donations and distributing them to the hospitals. Mm. So again, it's a little panic-inducing. Or not a right. little, it was very panic-inducing actually. Right. Because, you know, it sounds like the government was stealing from private hospitals. Right. Or, and, and, you know, that's not what you want to happen. You know, you don't want that kind of violence, especially now that there's mm-hmm. a pandemic and these donations are, shepherd donations are a show of goodwill. You know, you don't want anyone 
taking them, right? So, yeah, there's that. And then the source also that they cited in these messages about the stolen or the raided hospitals was a friend of a friend. And so okay. it was immediately a little suspicious to me because I'm familiar with with these kinds of things. You know, it's panic-inducing. The, it doesn't cite the primary source. Mm-hmm. Um, it It's consistent also with current events because it happened after that whole announcement about donations and the government mm-hmm. figuring out a way to distribute them in a more orderly manner. Okay, so how did we debunk this particular claim? So we ended up reaching out to the Office of Civil Defense because they mm-hmm. were the ones mentioned. Right. And then they denied it. And we also asked the PNP because the PNP was also mentioned and right. they also denied it. And then the private hospital that was mentioned also denied it. So that's three denials. Mm-hmm. And of course, I guess we could have gone with two two denials, right? Right. But the more, the better, talaga. I mean, if it was just the hospital that said it wasn't true, I still would have reached out to the PNP or the OCD. Right. So that may back up. Uh-oh. And then another tip for these kinds of messages is don't share it if you're not sure. I guess this is something if you receive something from someone else and they say, oh, I'm not sure if this is true but I'm sharing it anyway. You can also kindly tell your friend or your relative that, oh, hey, if you're not sure about it, just don't just don't share it, diba? I think sometimes sharing these things actually causes more harm than good. Right. So don't share it if you're not sure. And mm-hmm. then if you're absolutely not sure and you really cannot check if the thing that you're reading is true or not you can also ask the fact checkers so mm-hmm. you can send a screenshot of the message to rappler to us you can send an email to factcheck at rappler.com and we can check that message for you if it's true or not but then you know there are also other ifc and verified fact mm-hmm. checkers in the philippines so you can talk to verifiles or you can talk to afp right, right? Um, doesn't have to be rappler there's also a database of coronavirus-related claims by the IFCN. IFCN uh, is? IFCN is the International Fact-Checking Network at Pointer. So we've been verified by IFCN since 2017. And then it's basically they verify fact-checkers all over the world. And mm-hmm. so that's why they have a database of coronavirus fact-checks from around 70 countries. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Last I checked, there are 3,000 coronavirus-related fact-checks since, you know, since the coronavirus outbreak started. So yeah, can so you imagine? You can... <laughs> yeah, and that's not, it's not just forwarded messages. It's also stuff like yes. social media that we see. Also, I think stuff that public officials have said. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. So if you're super unsure about something you can also check this database of fact checks maybe it's already been fact checked by someone before just not us right Right. and then you can refer to their fact check to see if the message that was sent to you was true or not yes and you can visit that um, database at pointer.org all right so recap tayo our tips Number one, arm yourself with facts. Know all the basics about whatever current event that you're receiving messages about. In this case, we're talking about coronavirus. So arm yourself with facts. Number two, trust your primary sources. Number three, recognize potentially harmful messages. Mm -hmm. Four, don't share it. Whatever you receive, just don't pass it along if you're not sure. Mm -hmm. And number five, 
If you're really unsure, you can ask the fact checkers. All right. Thank you so much, Vern, for that. Um, I hope our listeners are learning so much from us today. <laughs> if you guys want to read more about the fact checks we discussed today, you can find our articles at rappler.com slash fact Yes, and please tune in for our next episode. And if you spot any dubious posts shared by suspicious Facebook pages, groups, accounts, or website, remember to send links and screenshots to factcheck at rappler.com. Thank you so much again for listening. I'm Pauline Makaraeg. And I'm Bernice Tantuko. And this was Rappler's Yung Totoo.